shall continually be in my mouth that my soul shall make its boast in the Lord the humble shall hear thereof and be glad oh magnify the Lord with me that's right and let us exalt his name together for I sought the Lord and he he heard me and he delivered me from all of my fears oh taste and see that the Lord is good. Anybody know that we serve a good God? Oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. Blessed is the man that, that trusts. Anybody trust God even today? Blessed is the man that trusteth in him. So good to be in the house of the Lord one more time. So good to be in front of you here at the Salem Church one more time. It is good to be in the presence of the Lord and it is good to be alive and to give him praise and to give him worship it's going to be not, not that we're not in front of you very long this morning because we got some other things to do if you would turn in your Bibles to the letter to the Hebrews the letter to the Hebrews if you're struggling go all the way to Revelation and take a left and you will get to Hebrews the letter to the Hebrews chapter 1. God is good. I see my good friend and brother this morning, Tracy Gregory. We are the exact same age, and I won't tell you how old he is, but I thank God for him this morning. Thank God for many of you just in the presence of the Lord. Hebrews chapter, Hebrews chapter 1, beginning at verse 1. Hebrews chapter 1, beginning at verse 1. From the English Standard Version, the word of God reads thusly. Long ago, at many times and in many ways, God spoke to our fathers by the prophets. But in these last days, he has spoken to us by his son. Whom he appointed the heir of all things, through whom also he created the world. He is the radiance of the glory of God and the exact imprint of his nature. He upholds the universe by, his, by the word of his power. After making purification for sins, he sat down at the right hand of the majesty on high, having become as much superior to angels as the name he has inherited is more excellent than theirs. This is the word of God for the people of God. I'm going to ask you to do something this morning that you will never, almost never hear from this pulpit. But if you would just indulge me. that I want to label our lesson this morning. I want to tag this title with this text. I need you to focus. Yeah, I need you to focus. 
And if you will, just simply do this. Don't touch them. Don't rock them. Don't shake them. Just turn to your neighbor. Just turn to your neighbor and tell your neighbor, I need you to focus. That if that neighbor on that side wasn't very neighborly, turn to the other neighbor. And say, I need you to focus. That I need you to focus. I need you to focus. We are in the season. And our last week, our pastor told us, and same thing, he told us that this is his favorite time of the year. And so it is mine. I love the Christmas season. For some strange reason, my mind always rolls back to a time when I was younger. Is there anybody here that loves Christmas? That, 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 that there's nothing wrong with loving Christmas, and nothing wrong with the time frame, but Christmas really, the focus is off. And so I want to bring the focus of Christmas back into your hearing this morning. It was a, a, a very cold Friday, four in the morning. I remember getting up. I remember it well. My, my wife is a champion of holiday shopping. That if you found somebody, a champion in the dictionary of holiday shopping, you see her. I remember and she for years and I, I don't have a problem with shopping. I have a problem with the crowds of people. But I, for years, she would always try to get me and sometimes I had to work, but she would always try to get me to go with her on Black Friday. And this cold Black Friday morning and we got up at 3 a.m. And at 4 a.m. we were in line at Toys R Us. And like a great football coach, my wife had a lineup in her hand of the plays that we were going to run at Toys R Us. <laughs> the funny thing about it, she had about 20 things in the lineup, but she gave me one job. And I remember we were in line early, so we were going to get in the store real early, but she gave me one job. There was a time that our sons had a gaming system, and there was one game that they wanted, and that game was deeply discounted. And it was my job to get in the gaming line and make sure that you get this game. But before we went in, she looked at me and said, I need you. To focus. <laughs> Not because I was going to get distracted by the toys. I could have cared less. But she knew when we got inside, it was going to be chaos. And I remember, y'all, I walked inside. And for it felt like 10, 15 minutes, I was barraged on my back, on my side, in front of me with ladies who had carts and they were hitting me. <laughs> they were hitting me on all sides and uh, I almost lost the Christmas spirit. <laughs> and I remember in my mind saying, if one more lady hits me with one more cart, 
it's going to be on. And I remember I looked backwards and I caught my wife's eye. She was far on the other side of the store and all I saw were her pupils dilated. And I could see in her eyes, I need you <laughs> to focus. Well, I got in line, y'all, and I remember when I got the purchase of the game, I felt success had come my way. And with the getting of that game, I understood what she meant. That she knew that chaos was going to ensue, but she knew that she needed me to be in line, focus for the goal of what we were trying to do. Trying to help somebody. Christmas. It's filled with chaos today. Filled with a lot of foolishness that ain't got nothing to do about Christmas. But I come today to help you that I need you to focus on what Christmas is about. That if we really want to give weight to Christmas this morning, there's only one person that we need to be focused on. Christmas is about the Christ in Christmas. Christmas is about the Son of God. Christmas ain't about gifts. It's about the gift that God gave a long time ago. And if you focus on that gift, I don't care what's under your tree. I don't care how much money you don't have. I don't care if the family ever comes. If you focus on him. You will understand that you're in Christmas. Somebody gets it this morning. Christmas is about Jesus. And if you love him, you love Christmas because it's about him and about what he did for us. Christmas is about Christmas. I need you to focus. Because the speaking of the sovereign God. This text tells us that our God is a speaking God. And if you love God like I love God, God, you know God is a speaking God. It tells us in the text that long ago, in many times and in many ways, God spoke. God spoke. God that we serve is a speaking God. I, I wish I had some help in here that... The God that you serve is a speaking God. And God speaks in great power. I want to help somebody out. God speaks with such power that the Bible says in Genesis, in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. And it said he created them and it by speaking. Anybody here, I love the Lord. It says that God spoke. And and God spoke and things started happening. I'm going to give you some of my own theology. God, the Bible says God spoke to nothing, but something heard him. I wish I had somebody. So that means if you are sick in your body, God can speak to your sickness and give you healing. If you don't have enough money, God can speak to your situation and pay your bills. God is a speaking God. Oh, God is a speaking God, and he speaks with great power. But what I love about our God is he also speaks personally. Y'all ain't following with me. I'm right here in the text. He said a long time ago, and in many ways, he spoke to our fathers 
by the prophets. I know we in 2023 and we always trying to invoke our ancestors. Lord have mercy. Don't invoke your ancestors. Invoke the one who spoke to them. We serve a God who spoke a long time ago to my grandmother and to my grandfather. And the same God that spoke to them speaks now to me. Is there anybody here that can thank God that he has spoken personally to me and to you? A long time ago that our God spoke to our ancestors by the prophets. God spoke so much in the Old Testament, so many ways that I can't name them all, but I want to give you a few. God spoke to creation. You already know that, but God also spoke to other gods. When people thought that there were gods bigger than him, come here, Elijah, God, Elijah was laughing at the prophets who they thought they had a bigger God than God. And Elijah said, I'll just sit here and wait on my God. And God spoke so powerfully in Elijah's day that every prophet that spoke against him died. Is there anybody here? Those are our God speaks powerfully. But don't miss it. When Elijah was in trouble, and the queen was uh, making for his life. God spoke to Elijah in a still, small voice. I'm just trying to help somebody. Our God speaks, and even now, yeah. he speaks silently in our ears. Yeah. In these last days, that God spoke to our fathers by the prophets. God spoke through dreams. God spoke through visions. God spoke through the spoken word of prophecy. God spoke to, through lyrics of songs. God is a speaking God. I just want to tell you, Job will tell you, if you got trouble in the night, God will give you a song. In the night, anybody ever had some nighttime trouble, but then a song flooded your heart. God gave you what you needed, and in the morning, everything was all right. God is a speaking God. But I'm, I'm so glad that not only is our God a speaking God, our sovereign God a speaking God, but God's speech is settled on his son. That, that if you want to really focus, you focus on where God settled his speech. It says in these last days, God has spoken to us by his son. Oh, I love it. That God spoke a long time ago, spoke in many different ways. But God is trying to let us know that if you really want to hear me, you got to talk to the son. That if you really want to know me, you got to talk to the son. That if you really want joy in your life, you got to meet the son. Is there anybody here that knows God's speech is settled on his son? Yeah. All right. God settles his speech in his son. And his son was the one that everything got its being in. That your life, my life, and our breath comes from the Son. Uh, he is the eternal Son of the Holy God. It says he appointed all things to the Son. That, that, that the Son 
is the one who is the heir of salvation. He is the very purchase of God. We are born of his spirit. And if you know him, you are washed in his blood. And you can be happy because that is your story. And that is your song. He is spoken by the son whom he appeared, whom he appointed all things through whom he created the world. Jesus was there when the world was created. And if I can use again some theology of my own, when God spoke to nothing, it was Jesus who did the speaking. All right. All right. That, That he is the very word of God. And we know that from John's gospel. John said in the beginning was the word. And the word was with God and the word was God. All things were made by him and without him there was nothing that was made. But that same word, if you need some help, became flesh and made his dwelling among us. I know why we ain't shouting this morning. Because Jesus ain't the focus of our Christmas. All things were made by him. And I ain't mad at Santa, y'all. I actually like Santa's hustle. He comes around once a year and makes everybody happy. But when Christmas is over, I need somebody who's going to sustain me when life gets rough. I need somebody who's going to lift me up when I am down. I need somebody when the darkness of this life comes. I need some light to hear the light of. Yeah, man. So don't get it twisted. I ain't mad with Santa. Don't mess, don't mess with him. But Santa can't help me on December 26th. Santa can't help me on November the 1st. Santa can't help me on October. Santa can't help me when I need help. But the son, he is what I need. And, and it's settled in the sun because the sun is the very radiance of his glory. Oh, Lord, have mercy. That if you need brightness in your life, look to Jesus. Because not me, y'all, but the very word of God says the sun is the radiance of his glory. That if God is anything, y'all, he's glorious. <laughs> I, know you, I know you ain't where you want to be in life. I know stuff is struggling. I know you're struggling. I know you need help. But God is always glorious. You know, I, 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 ain't nothing much under my tree this morning. But I, what I realize, I know God is still glorious. God is glorious and God is brightness and God is big and I love God because he is glorious but then the Bible says that God's shine comes from the sun let me let me help you out on the glory of God in the sun the Bible says that when Jesus was born when he was in the manger in Bethlehem When he could barely take breaths on his own. When he needed to be warmed by the swaddling clothes that his mama gave him. 
When even when he cried all night long, the only way he could be quenched from his crying was his mama holding him close. Jesus was born that night just like you and I. He was helpless and needed his mama and his daddy to take care of him. But when he was born, the Bible said there were shepherds in the field watching over their flock by night. And when he was born, it said radiance showed up everywhere. And the angel said to the shepherd, glory to God in the highest. Peace on earth. Goodwill toward men. In other words, God said, my glory has left heaven. And it's not down there with y'all. And you need to give God glory. Because he lived just like you and me. But he was God's shine. Uh, Shine. I love the shine of God. But I really didn't get the shine of God until about 24 years ago. Uh, Really about 26 years ago. I met this beautiful woman and I wanted to marry her. When I met her, I wanted to marry her, and I had, I ain't got no money now. I showed up, didn't have no money then. But I went to buy her a ring. And as a young man, you don't know anything about rings, but you do know about the size of a ring. Stay with me, y'all. That's called the carrot. And when you're young, you think, If I can get something big, I'm doing something. Uh, A lot of the fellas, y'all ain't with me to. You trying to impress her. She know you ain't got no money. But if you get something big, I thought I'd get something big. So I went to the jeweler, y'all, and the jeweler saw my bank account. And he said, Mr. Haynes, I want to tell you something. Ain't nothing wrong with getting something big, but that's not always how a diamond is qualified. That diamonds are qualified not just by their size. He said, because you can get a big ring and it can be dusty and dirty on the inside and it ain't really doing number being big. But he said, there are some more C's in the ring. That you need to know about. He said there is a thing called the color of the ring. And that gives it some shine in itself. And then there is the clarity of the ring. And the clarity gives it even more shine. But then there's the shape and the cut of the ring. And that gives it even more shine. I wish y'all were with me this morning. Jesus is the shine of God. And even if he ain't very big to you, he is the color of God. Though your sins be as scarlet, he'll make them as wool. Though they be red, he'll wash them white as snow. Jesus is the clarity of God. If you need clarity in your life, when all things are foggy, he is the very clarity of God. But Jesus is the very cut of God. The Bible says he's the very nature 
of the only wise God. I'm just trying to help you out, but he's also the carrot of God because he is the stone hewn out of the mountain. He is the stone that the builders rejected, but the same stone that the builders rejected have become the chief cornerstone. That if you need a rock in your life, step on Jesus. If you need stability in your life, look to the rock that is higher. He is the radiance of the glory of God. That if you won't shine in your life, don't look to the public to make you shine. You already got shine, baby. Because if you got Jesus, you got shine all around me. The old church said like this, shine on me. Shine on me. Let the light from the lighthouse, let it shine on me. That the speech of God is settled in the sun. And he is the shine of God. You can floss all day. I don't care what kind of clothes you got on. Those you got on, God helps you to shine. I know your car looks jacked up, but wash your car, baby, because you got shine. Shine in the sun. He is the exact imprint of his nature. But the speech of God is not only settled in the sun, the speech of God is in the sacrifice of the son. I'm trying to get you to focus. It says that after making purification for sin, he sat down. I love Salem Church because we are a Bible studying church. We are a Bible believing church. We hold the Bible in high esteem. Jesus sat down. And if you know what it means, the fact that Jesus sat down, you'd be shouting right now. Jesus sat down. In other words, when Jesus made purification for sin, was no thing else that needed to do. I'm doing the best I can, y'all. In the Old Testament, the people of God uh, were very much like you and me. They had issues. Uh, I I love this church because I can see this. They had sin in their lives. And because they had sin in their lives, the God who loved them, said, y'all need something to cover your sin. I I love y'all, but y'all are too twisted in the head. I love y'all, but y'all do the wrong things at the wrong times all the time. And I need something to cover your sin. And so God said, Moses, I need you to make a place that I can come into the place and cleanse the people of their sin. Y'all so he gave Moses the tabernacle 
And in this system, God said, I'm going to need somebody to come before me in front of the, in, for the stead of the people. Uh-huh. And this was called the high priest. Uh-huh. And anybody know like me, you can wear a white robe, uh-huh. but that don't take your sin away. So God said, even him, he needs to wash his hands in the labor. Even him, he needs to sacrifice before he comes in where I am. And in the, in the high priest eventually would do enough to go into the holy place. And in the holy place, he had to carry more sacrifices because now he had to sacrifice for the people. Anybody like me? I thank God for his ability to blot out my sin. Because the truth of the matter is, my sin alone was enough for those animals. But the high priest did it for all us. All right now. Y'all don't want to be real with me. Somebody was sinning this morning on your way to church. And you needed a savior to blot out your sin. But, but anyway, the, the high priest would go in. And there is legend and tradition that says even when he went in, they had to tie something to him. Because if he went in wrong and died while he was in God's presence, somebody couldn't go in. They had to pull him out. But Jesus, the shine of God, born in a manger, he came down. And when he died, he took his own blood. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Took his own blood into a temple not made by hands. And he went before the Father himself and said, I give myself for them. And the Lord, the Father, looked back at him and said, That's enough. He said, that's enough. And Lord told the son, you can go ahead and sit down. In the Old Testament, they had to do it every single year. And if you're like me, you had, you knew somebody had to go for you. Again and again and again. But Jesus, after dying one time, shedding his blood one time, He sat down beside the Father. And is there anybody here glad that he is right now sitting beside the Father? And anytime you sin, all you got to do is say, Jesus, I did it again. But because I love you, tell the Father what you did for me. And Jesus said, remember, I'm sitting here for them. Now, sit down at the right hand of the majesty on high. Jesus sits in the place of power. But he also sits in the place of authority. To where any time I mess up, you mess up. He just turns and looks at the father and said he or she is mine. And because he or she is mine, 
I've done more than enough to save their lives. That, that, That God speaks in the sacrifice of the son. But I'm, I'm in my seat, y'all. But I got to say this one. God also speaks or his speech lets us know in the superiority of the son. Herein lies our focus. I thank God for Christmas. I thank God for the gifts. I thank God for everything that comes with the season. The lights and the trees. I thank God when I see young people happy and joyous. But you and I got to tell them that this ain't about the season. It's about a savior. And the savior that we serve has a name that is above all names. And does anybody know that his name is wonderful? His name is glorious. His name is powerful. His name brings me joy. His name is gracious. His name is above every name. And I wish I had some people in the the house that understood that if you need somebody with a big name, I got one for you today. But for his name, it means so much to us. The name that the angel told Joseph, not his mother, but told his earthly father, Joseph, this is what the name you give him. He said he is to have the name Jesus. And I wish somebody knew the word of God. For he will save them from their sin. And I thank God that if I call on the name Jesus, it is a name that saves from sin. And if there's anybody here that's been saved from your sin, you need to thank him right now. Lift up holy hands right now. Because if you call on that name, it will save you from your sins. And I thank God for the name Jesus. But the Bible says he even has a greater name than that. It says for at the name of Jesus, every knee will bow and every tongue will confess that he is Lord to the glory of the Father. Jesus is a good name and it'll save you from your sin. But the Jesus we serve, he is Lord of all. And is there anybody here that you need a Lord in your life? Call on Jesus because he is the Lord made heaven and the earth. He is the Lord woke you up this morning. He is the Lord started you on your way. He is the Lord. But I love this about him. Died one Friday as the Lord died at my death as the Lord laid his head in the locks of his shoulder and died as the Lord. He was so much the Lord that he said to another person, this day you will be with me in paradise. He died, laid him in a bar or two. I'm talking about the Lord, y'all. But 
the grave couldn't hold him down because right early Sunday morning he got up with all power in his hand power to heal your body power to save your soul power to make your enemy behave power to give you a brand new job power to give you money when you need it power because he is the Lord of all oh come let us adore him Jesus Christ the uh, Lord yeah yeah is there anybody that can thank him for saving your soul thank him for making you whole So, go home, enjoy your tree. Go home, thank God for your presence. Go home and sing your carols. But just remember that your neighbor told you, I need you to focus. Well, the world the world we live in is a dark dark world and it seems like if you're like me it gets darker by the minute to the point where y'all even the house of God is threatened but you know, you know one thing I love about the word of God it tells us that the gates of hell can't prevail against us but, but you need a light. You need a light when you walk in darkness. And just understand that this God we serve is the very light of the world. Bible says this. Believe on Jesus and you shall be saved it says it even a simpler way if you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord believe it in your heart you shall be saved the good news is you don't have to understand it you just got to believe it so stand to your feet. We just want to present Jesus to you in this time of darkness. For he is our light.
life to Jesus. Amen. Come where the dew drops. Mercy shine bright. Oh, shine all around us by day and by night. Give yourself to him.
bow your heads just one moment and, and I want to I want you to just whisper a prayer for that one that all almost moved just just whisper a prayer for that person that that almost moved there they felt the need they feel the need now they know they need to move just sort of lack the courage to take that step I believe prayer works and if you're that person if you're that person the church is praying for you right now if I were you I wouldn't put it off I wouldn't I wouldn't put it off don't take it for granted that you're gonna get another chance right now is your time while the church is praying for you won't you come won't you come Jesus is the light yeah, yeah. bless the Lord in his house why don't we just bless the Lord in his house the gospel has been preached Lord knows the gospel has been preached amen amen his word is true if I be lifted up I'll draw we have these who have come. We thank God for you. Thank God for you. Thank God that this is your day. Amen. The clerk will tell us who has come. Pastor Haynes, we have Deidre Mitchell coming Amen. from Citadel of yeah. Praise, Detroit, Michigan. All right. Bless you. Bless your heart. Amen. Amen. You may be seated. Amen. Pastor, we have Ariana Moreiro. She's All coming right. from Holy Temple Deliverance right. Church, Atlanta, Georgia. Okay. God bless you. Amen. We have Marilyn Moody. She's coming from First Baptist of Sunrise in Florida. Huh? God bless the Lord in this house. Bless the Lord in this house. We thank God for these who have come already saved, already in the family of God. We are just glad that you're here. I'm glad that you have chosen us. Amen. Your sister's here. My aunt. Your aunt's here. All right. I, I, I got, all right. I, I know I wasn't that far off. Amen. Amen. God bless. So wonderful to have you all join us. Amen. If you all will, you're going to go out and they're going to get some additional information. Just so happy to have you in this place. Amen. God bless your heart. Ah, God bless your heart. Ah, yes. 
Ah, bless you. Amen. There's a storm out on the ocean and it's moving yeah this way ah, if your soul not anchored in Jesus you will surely drift away there's a storm out on the ocean and it's moving this way Bless the Lord, bless the Lord in this house. Let's thank God for the word of God this morning. Why don't we just give God praise for the word of God. Let's thank God for the man of God that has delivered this word this morning. Just bless the Lord. Amen, amen, amen. My, 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 my. What a word from the Lord. I am just grateful for the word, and Lord knows I'm thankful for the messenger, because I've known him all of his life, <laughs> and I thank God for what he has done and what he is doing. None of you, none of you, none of you ever, ever knew my father, I don't think, none of you ever knew my father. I don't favor my father at all. I don't look like him. I act like him. <laughs> but I don't favor him at all. But to sit behind Pastor Jason and just watch him, to see how he moves and the way he does things, I see my daddy standing. He, he's just like my daddy. He's just like him. He, he, he acts like him, and he has mannerisms like him. He even has that dry humor. <laughs> Amen, amen. He, he, 
he, he'll, he'll slip a joke in on you and you don't even know he's joking. He, <laughs> amen. I'm, I'm watching and it's just amazing how through generations God continues to bless and continues to keep. I just thank God for him. Thank God for how he has used him this morning. Some of you all have no idea. He talks about his wife. He talks about her and he's bold. He shares stuff. <laughs> Uh, some of you don't know who she is, but I want my daughter-in-law. Country, she just stand up back there. Just stand up. So, amen. That's, that's Jason's wife. <laughs> amen. 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 And I know he is right because right after they got married, for some reason, she thought she was going to get me out there Christmas shopping. <laughs> I don't know what made her think that. <laughs> But I hurry up and shut that down. Oh, no, no, I ain't doing it. <laughs> he the one said I do. I. <laughs> amen, 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 amen. God bless you and God keep you. This has just been a wonderful, wonderful day. Let's not forget we are headed now to our, our observance of the Lord's Supper. And I... Uh, Pray that we can all remain as we remember, as we focus on what the Lord has done for all of us. Let's not forget, please, after the worship service, uh, the envelopes you have for Deacon Reeves. Uh, I'm going to ask that one of the deacons will stay over by the receptacle as we go out. Uh, as we always do, all of our doors have receptacles for offering. I want to thank you all for just being so generous and so obedient in your giving. Uh, we're able to, to go ahead and continue this with something we learned during the pandemic. And we learned that uh, you all don't give because y'all get a chance to march around. Y'all give because you love the Lord. <laughs> Amen. And if people love the Lord, it really doesn't matter. They're going to make sure they give it before they leave or they're going to give it online. And for those of you who are online, listen to me. <laughs> those of you who all are online, who are tuning in, please feel free and please do uh, send your offering in online. You'll get instructions at the end of the worship. I want you to know that we appreciate you. We appreciate you. I, I'm learning this whole thing of online, and I'm just moved by the number of people who watch from all over the nation, everywhere. Who, who are tuned in to Salem Church on Sunday morning. And I want all of you to know that we appreciate you tuning in. We appreciate the offerings that you send. Thank you so much for just being a part. And we count you as a part of Salem Baptist Church. Amen. Amen. Let's prepare ourselves now for our observance of the Lord's Supper. going to ask Deacon Donald Graham, who I understand also just celebrated another birthday. He ain't quite old enough to celebrate yet, but we're, <laughs> amen. Let us pray. 
Our Father, our God, we come first asking for forgiveness of our sins. We thank you, Lord, you said you're just to forgive us if we ask God. Lord, we thank you for this opportunity to stand around this table one more time. Father God, we thank you, Lord, that you thought enough of us to send your son Jesus to die in part of our sins. So, Father God, as we eat of this bread and drink of this cup, we thank you for what it represents. We thank you for what Jesus did for us, God. And most of all, God, we thank you that we're covered from under the blood. Father God, we thank you for the blood of Jesus, Jesus that will never, ever lose his power. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Amen.
repentance my soul here surely bless my blind did you know, I anyone been omitted to my left anyone omitted so in the center any, anyone been omitted to my right
that on that night before he was betrayed, Jesus took bread. And after giving thanks, he said, this is my body given for you. Take, eat all of it. After which, he took the cup and says, this is the New Testament in my blood. New covenant in my blood. Take and drink ye all of it. And as often as you do this, you do show the Lord's death until he comes. We live in the complete confidence that Jesus is coming back here. Amen. We ought to celebrate that. Jesus is coming back. And we thank God for that fact that we stand on, that he's coming back to gather his own. Again, may God bless you. May God keep you is our every prayer. I want to ask you that if you would, when you pray, call the name of Reverend Diane Haynes. Reverend Diane Haynes had, uh, had knee surgery this week. And uh, so I just want us to call her name in prayer that she will have a speedy, speedy recovery. Amen. Also, before I leave here, I want to ask that Deacon Reeves, his family is here. I see him scattered around. I want, first of all, before the rest of the family stands, I want you to see his son so y'all won't get confused. <laughs> Amen. Jeremy, stand up. Amen. 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 We think, I don't want y'all to get confused. They, they look just alike. They're turning into twins. And we thank God. Let me ask, Sister Reeves, everybody knows sister, everything Christian education is Sister Reeves. All the grandchildren, the whole family, y'all just stand up wherever y'all are. Wherever you are, family members, amen, family, ah, amen, amen. Mama, mama, stand up over there. 
Amen. She waving. <laughs> mother, 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 stand up over there. <laughs> She's she just waving there. Okay. She's. Amen. 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 Deacon Reed say you don't have your hearing aid in. I, you want one of mine? <laughs> Amen, amen, amen. I, I thought that was you right there. I was wondering, okay, God bless. God is good. God is good. God bless you. God keep you is our prayer. God be with you till we meet again. that all of our deacons, uh, we want to uh, spend this day uh, with Deacon Reed just to show him how much we appreciate. So I'm asking all of our deacons, deacons' wives, deacons' widows, amen, please stay today so that we might just spend a moment with Deacon Reed and his family, amen? Amen, amen. Now may the grace of God, sweet communion of his Holy Spirit, rest, rule, and abide with us now, henceforth, and forevermore, let us all say. ways to submit your tithe and offering. Online at www.thechurchwithzeal.org slash give. On Cash App at dollar sign the church with zeal. Via the Givelify app. By mail to Salem Missionary Baptist Church, P.O. Box 817, Lilburn, Georgia 30048 or in person at the church office on Tuesday, Wednesday, or Thursday from 10 a.m. until 2 p.m. It's not necessary to wait until Sunday to give. Online, Givelify, Cash App, or mail-in contributions may be submitted on any day of the week. Thank you for your continued support of the ministry at Salem Missionary Baptist Church.